Today on our brand new show. Brand new show. What are we doing, Wayne? We are counting down the top five bad worst dating stories. That's right. No movies, no television. The countdown has expanded. The countdown is now huge. It's everything. And we are kicking it off with that one. Damn right. I don't want your number now. I don't want to give you mine and now. I don't want to meet you nowhere now. Don't want any old time and now. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Welcome to episode 401 of the Countdown Podcast. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. This is a brand new show. I'm sure you're aware if you're here listening to this one, then you know that we last week said goodbye to, to movie and television countdowns well, regular exclusively. Movie yes, yes. And we moved into basically doing everything that you, anything that you can possibly count down. And we thought, what better way to separate from what came before over the last almost eight years than to talk about Dating. Yes. And to talk about bad dates in particular. Exactly, because it's far more entertaining to talk about when shit went south. No one really wants to hear about your wonderful date and your wonderful girl besides boyfriend. We don't give a fuck, people. If, you're, if your relationship is great, good. Keep it to your fucking self. Right? <laughs> don't rub the rest of you. No one gives a rat to Yeah, exactly. In that shit, that's right. Look, one thing I need to be very clear on from the get-go is that... <laughs> Here's the disclaimer, folks. The soundboard does not go. What? No. no, the soundboard is still oh, here by sake. popular demand. It will still continue to torment Wayne Quince when he asshole. is an a-hole, which is quite regularly. <laughs> and I wonder if whether or not these topics will lend you the opportunity to be more of an asshole than you normally are. I mean, hopefully. I mean, we don't, we don't know. We'll just see how <laughs> it goes. Um, I did want to clear something up at the get-go, much like yourself, Paul, mm, please. which is what I thought you'd talk about. These stories we talk about, some of them are our stories. They happen to us. Mm-hmm. Some of them are the stories of people we know. Some of them, well, that's pretty much it. And I'm, yeah, and I'm going <laughs> to, I'll differentiate in my list when I say this is one that happened to me or this is not one that happened to me. Right. Clearly, because a couple of them happened to women. So it would be a bit odd if I was trying to say, this is me. Sure. And you, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you can decide whether if we talk about something that happened to a dude we know, whether we're that dude. <laughs> or we're just saying it's a dude we know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy to I'm say pretty, I, on this day, I... No, I'm pretty honest my, about Mine aren't disgusting, so maybe your stories are disgusting. Oh, they're all disgusting, no, Paul. mine aren't. Mine are just embarrassing and awkward and quite pathetic. Oh, there's a bit of that going on here as well. <laughs> uh, so that's good. <laughs> all right, well, let's see how this is going to go. Now, we are a little peek behind the curtains. We are recording this one very soon after episode 400 dropped, like mere hours. So we don't have a recount of who had the most popular, Wayne, <laughs> list of top 10 films of all time really? to recount for you. But the recount will stay and we're going to sort of still have sort of votes about which list was, I guess, more entertaining or had worse date stories today. I should mention, this is also very much an After Dark episode. You, oh, yeah. Usually we, re- we we record on a Sunday morning, well, afternoon, yeah. stay time. Oh, literally, you mean. Yeah. But like, also, also thematically. Tonight, it was definitely thematically <laughs> After Dark. But right now, it's Wednesday night, it's dark outside. I mean, it's Tuesday night, but yes. I mean, it's Tuesday night. <laughs> Well, some things will never change. It's midweek. <laughs> That's right. Normally, it is a weekend. We are recording midweek. Three three recordings, four separate occasions uh, this week. Wayne and I are getting together. We will be sick of the side, Charlie, which is because why I'm... Well, I'm going to Singapore. Paul's so going on vacay. That's right, which is why we are doing this in such a jam-packed way. But we're going to hear your stories in the Pop 10 segment at the end of the episode. A selection of those that we got in the last 24 hours. And thank you to everyone who contributed. And you can do that via... Joining the Facebook listening community, the link is in the show notes. Get involved and become, become, I should say, part of the show. Damn right. Come right on Let's do it then on the other side of this music cue, our worst five dating stories. Right. 
worst five dating stories ever. Not quite Not of all quite time, time, but you know, ones we can think of. <laughs> For the topic of this week's inaugural episode of The Countdown, minus movie and Just TV say reviews. The Countdown Podcast. <laughs> the Countdown Podcast. I'm going to lead away. And I want to leave Go away for it, son. with a little, just a little ditty side mention of a, a friend of ours who, uh, <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Glenn? Okay, this is not a proper story. Not long enough to really constitute, though. A couple of mine probably almost as short. I just want to mention this one. Very much. He back in the day, he's, he's happily ensconced now in a long-term relationship. But back mm. in the day when he was on the scene, he RSVP'd through that website, which I've got a couple of stories coming out of that realm myself. In as short do order. I. As do I. And he went and met a girl at a local pub called the Queens. And he walked, looked around, and sort of there, there she is sitting over there. Said, "Hey, hey, guys!" Said, "Hi, how are you?" And he goes, "Can you drink?" "Yep, sure." Off he went to the bar. What do you want? Do come back with two drinks. Sits down. Anyway, so da, 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 da. they're about four, five minutes into this first drink, and he realizes this is not the girl he's there. <laughs> <laughs> how did they didn't use each other's names? How? And she looked a bit like the woman that he did eventually oh, meet, man, who that's... was upstairs at the, at the upstairs bar, and not downstairs. <laughs> so he's like. Oh, awkward pause. Really sorry. She's like, yeah. So he grabs his drink and goes upstairs. That's rule one. <laughs> Say her name, man. <laughs> anyway, it all worked out for Glenn in the end. Sorry for that one. Mate, okay. I'm going to go first. Go All for right. it, son. Go for Number it. Number five or fifth worst dating experience is uh, one I've told on the podcast before. It's just one of those unfortunate stories. Mm. I think I told to the patrons, actually. Maybe. My first one is for, it's a patron one, which I will tell you about. Though. Yeah, Keep going. so this is for the wider audience now. This is, again, back in the Dizay, been with my lovely girlfriend, now wife, for over a decade. So we are all my stories are old school. Yeah, they got to be, man. Whereas you're, Wayne you're, could be his contemporary yeah. as well. No, you're recently. playing with a marked deck, my friend. You can't be saying shit that happened no. anywhere near after you met no, her. No, no, so of course, because there's nothing to say after I met her. But long story short, exactly. <laughs> I met this lovely girl through RSVP, you know, Nice, attractive woman via picture. We had a good couple of back and forth phone calls. I was a slow mover on RSVP. I wasn't moving in, sliding in, just trying to get in there and get some action. I wasn't on Tinder. It had started back in that day. So I don't think it was a thing back then. It had. It had started. Just a thing? Yeah. Just started. It was kind of very brand, kind of new. And I, um, rem- I remember at the same time, my housemate, Andrew, was was on it. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, we, did you and I have a, end up putting... Because we, whenever we... Back in our heyday, ladies and gentlemen... There would always be a nickname for the person Paul slash or I was dating at the time. Yes. Sometimes it was the face. Sometimes yep. it was class action. Class action because she was a lawyer. Things yeah. like that. Okay. Yep. Things things on those lines. But no, the, this never got to a to a naming level because this is one of those unfortunate incidents <laughs> where you cannot lie with your photograph. So it was vibing well, connecting well. She, I remember she literally rang me and woke me up. It was the day after a big day out, which is probably mistake number one. Don't organize a first date on a day after, after a big having day a out. a big festival, very, no. Very big day. And I was so hammered that I fell asleep on the train, missed my stop. I had, oh! had to walk back from Carlisle. Carlisle, I did that a couple of times. <laughs> anyway, she, her phone call rang me up. Hey, just checking you still on for tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely am. No worries at all. See you there. Rock up there. And I look through around this cafe. And there's just no one that's even remotely matching there is one woman sitting over there, but she's quite large. <laughs> <laughs> Please go on. And look, it'd be absolutely fine if that was the picture, but I had a picture of someone who was svelte. I and that wondered. picture was at least five years, and I would suggest 25 kilos ago. Okay, a little insight into Paul's uh, uh, psyche persona. He don't like it. 
when you misrepresent. Now, yeah. no one does. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. No one does. I don't pleased if that was the case. But I think, I know, anyone who's been on a dating app has had that particular surprise mm-hmm. on some level, I'm sure. This is just Paul's first one. Yeah. And probably only, well, I'm guessing. Significant one, I'd say. There was other sure. people who didn't quite look the same, but at least they were in the ballpark. But this one was just completely... You know, so I was polite. I hung around. We bought her a drink. We had a drink together. And then, so yeah, okay, and that's about an hour. Okay, well, anyway, i got to get going. And she, as we're walking away, just you know, quick hug. That's all. Like you know, one yeah. arm. One arm so, well, okay. as, as you're walking away, a bit of a like pat, pat on the back kind yeah, of hug. That's, yeah, that's as good as it got. You know, almost me turning my face before even she even tried anything. Not that she was going to, I don't think. Uh-huh. But as I walked away and sort of went across the street, she's standing there and she does the whole call me symbol with, oh, her, did with her the hand, hand, the thumb, and the finger. Yeah, I did not call her. Wow, you know what I was going <laughs> to ask you, Paul? I was going to ask you. Did you bang her? No. No? I never saw her again. All right, let's uh, seg into a story that I was talking to one of our okay. friends about, okay? On this topic. This is your number five? No, different one. no. Okay, yeah, okay. This is just totally okay. separate, <laughs> okay? Let's say right, a so fr- now we've established Paul's a prick, but... Uh... Paul's not a prick, okay? <laughs> Paul's picky, is what he is, okay? I would have knocked the shit out of that, right? So, <laughs> I, look, I, I wasn't know. there. I wasn't I there. Know. I don't know, right? But we have a friend uh, who's perhaps been very dateless for a very long time. Okay. And... Upon a recent discussion with said friend, mm-hmm. I'm like, "What's going on, man? Like, do you not do? You, are you uninterested? Are you uninterested in women in general?" And he said, "Well, look, with my photogenic nature, I only get sort of a certain particular type of woman. By that, he meant someone he found less attractive. Okay, all right, all right." And I said to him, "Yeah, you should fuck some of them." Is what I said to him, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "What?" I said, "Listen, man. All right, listen. Hold on." Listen, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you can't start at the top, Paul, okay? You gotta build your confidence some as a man, especially if you're the, the age we're at, okay? Well, you don't <clears throat> normally go straight to the big leagues, that's fair to say. Right, you gotta, like, as I was saying, you know, you can't... You gotta do your time in the minors. Right, you wanna learn a drum, you don't start with a solo, you start with fucking triplets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just a little ting to ting ting to ting alright? So, I said, why, why, why won't you do that? And basically, my whole point here is that, you gotta get in the stirrup before you actually get on the horse. You gotta start somewhere. So that's why I thought if you were just new on the scene, you might just be trying it out. Yeah, but I guess. But obviously there was no, a, there no, was a no, threshold you weren't willing to cross. Yeah, there's also a sort of thing. I wasn't about not saying if this is you and as long as you're upfront about it and it's all like then that's fine. I'm not having to go. But I wasn't really about. Look, can I bang 27 women in the next two weeks? Of course, because you're not a pig, Paul. <laughs> And also, I was looking for someone to really connect with and vibe with, and, and ultimately did find that person, but it took a while. Uh, yeah, it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I say when it comes to dating stuff? It's like, look, if you are looking for a long termer, just say so. If you're looking for a pork, just say yeah, so. Be if upfront. you're looking for just be front, right? Yeah. So that's it. So yeah. And then people can make up their own mind whether that's where they're at, if they're, that's their wheelhouse that they're looking for, or no, I want something completely different. I go away with you. Exactly. And we're now at the age where you don't have to lie to women anymore. When you're 20 and shit, you were like... Anymore, says Dude, one. in the 20s, you didn't know what the fuck was going on. You didn't know who you were. So you had to say any old shit to get a, to someone to shake a flap in your direction. So I, I say... I don't recall having to do it. <laughs> okay, fine, Paul. Maybe it was me. <laughs> it was obviously me. This sort of thing ain't my bag, baby. Uh, and uh, now you know who we are, ladies and gentlemen. Us, All right. Give us your number five, Wayne. Okay, fine. Again, now this one I have told in at length to the patrons, but... I tried to go back and find this one, and I couldn't find it. It was so long ago. I'd be surprised if anyone remembered it. But I will tell you about the time, uh, I would say this is a good five to six years ago. Okay. Uh, right after a very big, long relationship of mine had ended. Okay. I found myself in the spot where, mm, I don't know what it's like, and I'm a man, and I have no idea who of my value in the market, so I will just date women to see how it's going to be. Fair enough. 
I happened upon a lass who, well, we just chatted back and forth very innocently, and she said, hey, let's have a coffee. And it's a daytime coffee, so this is just v- the most innocent of first meeting slash dates. Exactly okay? like mine. Yep. Okay. Exactly like yours. Good. So uh, we met at a train station coffee house, which was in the city. And we just sat down, and she was a bespectacled girl mm-hmm. around, I would say, 38. Bubbly, sprightly, friendly. Um, Sounds good so far. Yeah. Like, not crazy good looking, but by no means... Um, attractive. Repugnant, exactly. <laughs> so- repugnant. <laughs> so Wayne's threshold. <laughs> crazy good looking or repugnant. Wayne, Wayne, don't do middle ground here. No, no, no. I'm, I'm middle ground, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a solid six. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> and again, we just sat down. She's a touch buxom, shall we say. Okay. Okay. Something you'd hate. <sighs> Does buxom mean big titted? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we chat politely. I grab her a coffee, take a seat. Conversation starts, you know, whatever. It's all that usual stuff. Then the conversation swings around to the usual, on a first date, you get this. So what brings you to Bumble, which was the app that we met on? Yep. And she then starts to say that, well, I just moved to Perth from Melbourne and I need to find people who are into the same things I'm into. Makes sense. And I'm like, what? What? Because that's an odd thing to say. Yeah, actually, I was thinking in my head, I know. And I'm like, all right, well, hang on. What exactly What exactly do you mean by what you're into? She says, it's easier if I show you. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she gets she gets her phone out, does not bury, it opens the photo app and does not scroll that much. So it's up top. Doesn't scroll that it's much. on her favorites, man. She's got a fucking, right? And she just kind of thrusts in my face. Now, it is a close-up of her neck, Paul, of her neck. Mm. Around her bare neck and seemingly bare shoulders is a leather dog collar. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I was looking at it going, I actually don't know what this means. Like, I got an idea if I had time to think You're about it. You're a goth. It. I had no, well, <laughs> it could be. God knows that I don't understand women, right? So, I don't know what the fuck she's trying I to tell me. I'm not claiming to either. No. So, then I'm like, um, and I go like this. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, that's what I'm doing, right? <laughs> Fucking smooth as silk. What you should have said was... I stand resolute, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, I was like, okay, well, I said... And she's straight up looking for my reaction. Yeah. She's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, so are you... I admire are you- her bravado. Just, I, mean, I don't give a shit. This is me, and you're either into what I'm into or you're not. Absolutely. And I, I can think this now that I'm out of shock and it's so yeah, many yeah. years later, but at the time, I'm like, don't know what to do, don't know what to do, right? And I said, oh, so you, you like... And what did I say? I said leather. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot, right? And she goes, yeah, well, it turns out she's into BDSM. Okay. As one might imagine. And she, in specific... And now, I don't know a lot about this world, Paul. I'm not the expert sure. you are. Oh, yeah. And so... <laughs> like my other, my other life. Exactly. Uh, now, but she, it turns out, is... She likes to be told what to do okay. by her man to so a very nth very degree. Very submissive. Okay. Yes, she likes, to, uh, she likes to be told what to wear. She likes to be told literally what to do. Give me that thing right there. Mm. She's very, like, she's a sub. She's a sub to end all subs. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. And um, she said the reason that she's on these dating sites is because her last two relationships were, one, where she was in a master relationship. Right. Where the male or whoever was the master and he would dominate, I guess, her. And I'm like, holy shit. Again. Was his name He-Man? No, that's Masters of the Universe. (laughs) Well, why stop at one person? Yeah, it's not a motu, <laughs> although she'd be skeletal like a motherfucker to him, I'd say. But here's the thing, though, right? Like, 
I don't know about this. I, I, if anyone's out there who's into like getting bound and stuff, I kind of get it. I kind of get the submissive thing, okay? But she, I believe, took it to the. And I but, should mention, but she lives it. She lives it. And right. by the way, this is this is the ninth minute of our date. Yeah, exactly. That's, okay. I admire the bravado, but also at the same time, you're really wanting to scare off everyone real fast. Well, she's she just. She would not want to waste any more of her time. Exactly. She needs to know whether I'm down with the home team, which PT dubs I'm not. Okay, because she goes on to say that. Essentially, a man needs to have what she called a high level of fortitude to be with her. Fortitude? Fortitude, hmm. which I took to mean, what does that mean, bravery? Once, once again, Wayne's like, I stand resolute, <laughs> motherfucker! Well, it turns out, well, I don't have this kind of fortitude, <laughs> because she said she needs a man to be comfortable hurting her. Oh, oh, I know. And she said, in fact, I like pain way too much, is what she told me. All right, there's your S in the and I'm like, Oh, shit, right? So she's like, and she said her last relationship couldn't ended because oh, the dude couldn't. actually. Yeah, well, okay. The last one she couldn't hit, hurt her hurt her enough. He couldn't he couldn't do enough bad shit to her, and she and she got so I guess she's a masochist. Yes, that's his is that name. right? Yep. And so I'm like, oh damn. So um, and also the 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 relationship she had right between that one and the last one and the one where she was a master thingy was a princess relationship. I have no idea what that is. Okay, now I asked her exactly that. I said, what's a princess? She goes, well, he dresses me in clothes that are not dissimilar to a doll's clothes. Oh really? I know. Oh, look, you know, if that's your, if that's your thing, let's just be careful and not, not to- blow everyone's ear- eardrums ever again. Sorry, can I? <laughs> like um, <laughs> not sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry, sorry, listen to this. You can dampen that on the, the post. I don't think so. <laughs> and then she says this. She says that there are people at work that she actually can tell whether they're into this. They call it the life. They okay. call it the life. Look, let's be very clear here. Safe, sane, consensual. Whatever, if that if it fits whatever you're into, as long as it fits those those criteria, then knock your socks off. Right. I agree completely, which is why I stayed. And and said, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to have another date with this woman because it's just not my jazam. Yep, so fair enough. Let me just get back out on this. But but in the, before that, I'm going to I'm going to ask all about this because, well, ladies and gentlemen, when you, when you have a podcast, <laughs> nothing can hurt you. <laughs> well, everything is content. Especially now, everything's content. That's exactly for sure. right. All right. So, well, that's a very interesting one. I will tell you one more thing. Uh, did you did you after you left? Was there any further contact? No, but she did say this that she is into everything, and she said, "Go ahead and tell me something. I bet you I'm into it." I immediately say, "Who shat on you?" Because that's Did the worst thing that? I said. I said shit, shit things. And she goes, "I draw the line at scat." Oh right? my god! But then she said, "But I don't mind getting peed on." <laughs> and then she said, "Or getting vomited on." Oh yeah, Roman showers, Paul. She's into Roman showers. She's into so... everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> okay, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, look from that one to something far less exciting. <laughs> I have to be really honest. This is a very short one, but I thought it was worth telling because. At the time this happened, this wasn't to me, this was to another woman I met through the online dating portal. And she told me this story in the very, I would say in the first three minutes of me. Oh, even quicker off the draw. And here's how it went. She was an English young woman. English Rose. And she was attractive. Great. And was kind of my type at least to to sort of clamp eyes on. Sure. She was 10 minutes late. So I'm sitting at this cafe. I'm like, okay. She she did message, I'm running a bit late. Okay, cool. No worries. So I was doing my own business, feeling awkward. In that and nervous just before that you meet someone. No matter how many times you meet someone, I think for the first time, it's, it's always a little bit of nerves. Would agree. Would agree. At least for me, there was. Anyway, and she turns up and she says, I said, okay, can I grab you a drink? And she said, yeah, great. Thanks. I'll have blah, whatever, coffee or whatever it was it is. Off I went, ordered the drinks, came back, said, here you go. Sat down next to her and said, oh, it's nice to meet you. And she said, well, this is already going so much better than my last date. Oh, really? I said, oh, really? Okay. So what's the story there? And she yeah. said, well, I was kind of 10 minutes late to that date as well. And he was sitting like, 
on the kind of open door front thing along the wall, the, the railing yeah. in a table. And as I come walking up, as I walk past him, I say, hi, sorry. He goes, what time do you call this? Oh, blood, like that. <laughs> yes, tapping his watch. Meaning the, that's the first thing he said to her. First thing he said to her on a date. I also didn't what use her name. What time did you, do you call this? So she goes, and she's like, oh my God. So she goes in, and so I'm so sorry. She's apologetic. She said sorry. Yeah, and, and she's further apologetic. He's like... Well, some people's time is very important, you know. And he just keeps really hammering this. God, at that stage, it's like, well, maybe we just back this off. Well, exactly. She's like, I decided by the time I sat down, I wasn't going to see this guy again. But I'm here and it's kind of... That's exactly... Do I I just stand up now and walk away? Is that going to inflame the situation? And I think most people probably wouldn't walk away in that scenario. Though, No, because it's a hell of a move. It's a move to go, "Eh, fuck you, boom. Sorry, what? No, fuck off. And off you go. Even though I think she said conceptually in her head that was was the moment for her. And then... Over the next 20 minutes, she says, she only lasts 20 minutes, enough time to very quickly drink her, her cappuccino or whatever the hell she was having. He just keeps doubling down again and again and again, referring back to, well, if this is going to be a half an hour. And apparently he says to her, she stands up, well, I'm going to go. He goes, so you gave me half an hour and only we're here for 20 minutes of it? He just Fucking could not hell. let this go. And I'm like, you're meant Chill to put, the fuck out, dude. You're meant to put your best foot forward in these first few dates, at least, let alone the very first date. And this is the impression that you're giving? Mate, I've had a first date where she was 45 minutes late. Wow, that's a long one. But when she texted and everything, and when she got there, she was so apologetic. It was fine. Now, if she walked in and said, eh, stiff shit, I might have gotten pissed. Not like this guy. No. But like, I would have been like, you know what? Fuck you. Right? Yeah, no, I'm not doing this. But she was so like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's this happened, this happened. I'm like, school, school, school. And it was never mentioned again. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the way you, you, either, you either forgive and move on, or yes. it is such a big problem for you, you walk away. You don't keep rubbing someone's nose in it. But well, speaking of rubbing noses and things, how did it go with her? Uh, we dated a few times. Oh, you did? Yeah, we did. That one That one went on for a little while. Never really came to fruition. And in fact, if I'm really honest, she kind of said, look, I've got a lot going on in my life. So I said, okay, no worries, understand. No problem at all. See you later. And then about four or five months later, after I had met someone that I got involved with, she texted me and said, I'm really sorry. Da, 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 da. I would really <laughs> like to have another chance. Do you think maybe we could meet up? I'm so sorry yet again. You're a really nice guy. Let's let's do this. And I, I didn't even reply. Oh, dude, you should have been like, woman, woman. Just ghosted her. When I met you, this dick was on the shelf, but now it's behind the counter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I didn't even. Bo- I, I literally showed the woman I was dating. and said, look, here. I'm a catch. Look, see? No, yeah, actually, that's a good. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I want to be up front because you get a text from a random person. And you're reading this going what, with a big face and you're right in front of her. You don't want to be hiding that shit. I suppose, yeah, and also it's 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 a feather. Yeah, a long car. time ago. We're talking fifteen years back now for this. Wow, one. huh? Okay, well, nice mm. work, man. Nice work. Thirteen years back, yeah. Thirteen years. Yeah. I'm so old. Okay. Right. Okay. Nice one. Nice one. All right. Well, my number four, ladies and gentlemen, is from a person that we both sort of know, Paul. Uh, okay. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Right? All right. I can't actually say any more than that because it'll give the game away. Right? Okay. And it's a short and sweet one, although you might call it short, salty, and sour. Um. <laughs> This lady friend, she was um, active on the dating scene some years ago, mm-hmm. and she met a dude from, <laughs> I can't even tell you what state it's from, city it's from, because that'll give it away too. She met a guy from another state, <laughs> or from somewhere nearby, and they were like, I mean, okay. I'll be protective of details here, Wayne. Yeah, I know, because you'll, you'll get it in about 12 seconds, all right? So, anyway. Uh, if she, I get it, is that a problem? Go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't I, answer I, that I'm trying to think, yeah, okay. No, it's not, it's not a problem if you get it, but anyway. Um, all right, so... They start chatting on a site of sorts and they like, you know, okay, you want to meet up? Sure, whatever, you know. Turns out uh, her her report on him was that he was kind of artsy and um, she got the impression he didn't have a lot of girl experience. 
Okay. Okay. So he was unwise in the ways of dating and or ladies. That's a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. And I no no telling exactly what age he was, but it was the idea was that he was uh, ill experienced for his age. Okay. That's the impression. So she's like, okay, well I'm a nice lady. I'm like, why not? Let, let's let's just keep having a nice date. Turns out they 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 dated a few times and they ended up hooking up because it was chill. So all good. They get <laughs> and this is how it was explained to me. So we end up hooking up, and by hooking up, I mean I was going down on him, <laughs> and he straight up peed in my face. What? I know, I know, man. Like damn. everywhere. She said that she was like, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. What on purpose? That's, that's what I said. I said, so what? In what how stage? How do you not know when you go? Oh, sorry, I gotta go. Well, she also said that she thinks that he may have been special on some level, possibly, possibly. There may be some sort of like. Um, Okay. Spectrum. Right. I'm not right. sure what's going on here. She said it was community service. Anyway, the point is, that <laughs> but I I'll said leave that one alone. I asked. One. I asked her. I said, "Yo, at what stage in the proceedings did the urination occur? Like when he whips it out? Does it happen? Have you started already? What's going on?" She said, "I was pretty much done. I thought he was finishing, mm. and as I come off it." Blam! Right in the face, right, and then all over okay. the place, pissed everywhere. And what's he doing? Is he is he is he happy about it? He's like, oh yeah. Is he like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh. No, he was not because she sat there covered in piss, just shocked. She said she calmly got up, slid over to the shower, did her hair, and when she comes out, he's still there. Her place. Her place. Right. And she's like, sir, get the fuck out of my house. And then he did because he said, and he said, and he still tried to message her like a year later. And I was like, damn. And so I was asking her, like, what he was he? She said he was like casual, like nothing happened. She said, I didn't know if he was trying to ignore it. Was or it he good was, for you? Or was he a sociopath? <laughs> what? No. Wow. He said, that's we talk weird. about that shit in this house first, she said. And then she said that I don't even know how the mechanics in one's, like, this is, she's asking me as a man. Can you even piss and calm at the same time or be close to coming and pissing at the same time? I don't think so. I don't know either, Paul. I've never really tried I'm it. I'm not a doctor, and so let's, let's be, if there is any. But you are a health professional, Paul. Yeah, but okay. I don't sure, you've come across a story like this or tried it yourself. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. no. I'm pretty sure that there is a mechanism whereby once you're you're you know, ready to blow your load, that that kind of other side shuts off. One would think, right? Because it's two like different when, pipes, when, Paul. Let's yeah. just think about. The, the millions of pisses that we've had over our life, you're not erect when you have a piss. I have, oh, I've done it a couple of times. It's very difficult though, right? Yeah, you got fucking pissed in my own nostril one time. Yeah, but I'm saying it's really hard. Like, <laughs> no pun yeah. intended, but like, it's not something that happens naturally. You have to That's kind a really of work good point. at it. It did take a little bit of time. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It, I don't think you can. Mm. I think that guy wasn't going to come at all. And maybe he thought pissing know, was just, how, I don't that's know. That's disgraceful, really. That's pretty nasty. Yeah, without. Without giving someone warning about that, if you did that deliberately, that's just out of line. Exactly. You got to talk about it first, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne's putting my. St- I'm not sure we can compare this shit. Wayne's putting my stories to shame. Unfortunately, again, I'm just going straight with the awkward, embarrassing. This one. Tell is, me embarrassing. We need both is, ends here. This is 1993. You got to go all the way back here. 93. We were one just, year out of high school. Just after my 18th birthday, because I met this woman at my 18th birthday. Someone brought her along. Oh yeah. And you know there was a bit of. I thought a bit of chemistry, a bit of connection. Every time I went to kind of make a move, someone would fucking walk into the room. It was that old buddy. It could have been a comedy skit. I swear to God. Dude, that uh, our teen years yeah. are full of... I have so many almost rands yeah. that I could fill a book with these. And it's actually like so frustrating because at that stage, you're young, dumb, and full of cum. Oh, yeah. You haven't got the room to not shoot a load. You could meet a girl and it would go off <laughs> while you were getting ready. <laughs> 
<laughs> Something about Mary stars. Boom. All right. Boom. Anyway, so realizing this wasn't going to bloody happen, I just said, look, can I grab your number? Can I give you a call sometime? And she said, yeah, sure. And she gave me her number. And May I say, this is not a small feat at the age of 19. Is that what you 18? 18? 18? Literally, it was on my 18th birthday party. This may be one of the first girls you've ever asked out. On, was, would have been on, very when few. you've got a car and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yep, yep. So that's ballsy already. So speaking of, so I, I ring her and she says, yeah, sure, let's go out. So stupid, rookie fucking mistake. And only an 18-year-old do this. Let's go on a date to the movies. What a dickhead. That's okay. We didn't learn that shit till later. I've done it too. Because of course, there's no opportunity to really connect and talk. All you've got is the fucking drive there, whatever else. And a hole in the popcorn bucket. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> no. So this is a big enough deal that when I drive to her house to pick her up, she says, you got to come inside and meet my dad before I was even allowed to take her out. What? I've had that too. But on a first date when you're 18, this was suddenly ginormously big deal. Like, oh, fuck. What? Yeah, you're right, 18. So so oh. I go up there and you know shake his hand and he's like, well, you take good care of my baby girl. And I'm like, yes, sir. Of course I will. Oh, my God. But I'm like, okay. So that's the kind of way we're rolling here. Fair enough. Wait, wait. How was the dad? Can you remember? Oh, can't have been that old given we were 18. But overbearing or was he? No, no. It was certainly crush your hand a little bit in the handshake type moment, you know, like super, asserting a bit of superiority. You know, I remember you back then and you'd, you'd have been perfect. You've been a parent's wet dream. Look at uh, this. Look at this upstanding white man. It's, like, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't know about that. Don't know about that. Anyway, so we go and I let her pick the film and she picks fucking a league of their own. Oh, of course. Which is one, really not my kind of film. Although today I would have liked it a lot Tom more Hanks, than 18. Madonna. There's no crying in baseball. And I'm like, all right, well, this is on because we almost got it on a, a couple of weeks ago at my birthday and I've met her dad and whatever else. So Wait, out of interest. Yeah. At the birthday, how close to getting like... She's like, she's, we, she's touching, touching? My, she's touching my leg and my Touching arm. the leg and that's so you sitting next to her? Yeah, we're kind of leaning back against my bed and... Oh, in your bed? Not in my bed, we're, we're on the floor in my bedroom. Is this I, at the Huntingdale house? Yeah. Trying to remember. Oh, you were in there. Yeah, but you were you were there alone, and people kept walking in. Yes. Who the fuck kept walking in? Looking, Paul? looking for me because it was my birthday. I guess you know, it was all innocent. No one was just trying to. If you our know. game was tight back then, you would have said to me, "Well, oh, we wouldn't have mobile phones." Nah, then. not even. You said, "Yo, dog, listen, you need to cover for me." I'm in yeah. there. Could you, I'm could you run it interference up. at my door. I will, run in, I will fucking stand <laughs> at the door like a bodyguard, son. Don't even worry about it. I'm sorry, he's unavailable. That's like Mr. For at least the next three comment. or four minutes. <laughs> Anyway, so I do the stupid, idiot kind of just slide my arm around her. That's not stupid. I've That's got, the move. Nah, I don't know what the move is in the movie theater. It's certainly not the move on a first date when you're 18 years of age, regardless of what's happened. Anyway, there's this moment of frozen. Then she starts squirming her shoulders. She doesn't want my arm there. And I'm like, oh, my God. Fuck. So I rip my arm away. And then we just sit there, not looking at each other, staring at the screen for the rest of the film, probably the second half of the film. And I'm just bright red, and we barely talk. And I drive her home, and I never see her. Really? Again. <laughs> That's right. Do you know what though? This is the it thing. It was awful. It was such a fucking awful experience. I've often said this about. I've often lamented about this with our young years and how we are now. One of the few good things about being an old man or just aging in general is that because that happened a lot back then. Women well, would change their mind a lot. Well, you'd be like, you, you know, garner, like, you garner experience. And and again, I would never have gone and have never been again on a first date to the movies. You need to be somewhere you can talk. You need to vibe this out. Uh, on a, on a not unrelated about. note, though, much later in life now, and yeah. I guess I'll segue these two yeah, together as a, as a slight story. I met this very attractive woman again through an online dating thing. We went out to dinner for the first time mm-hmm. and nothing happened other than a peck on the cheek at the end. Yep. But she says, yeah, well, let's catch up again. I'm like, yeah, I'm keen to catch up again. Be great. So we text a couple of times. Mm. Then she says, come to my house for dinner. 
All right. Oh, shit. That's a big invite. That's the brass ring. So off. If she cooks for you, then she's going to cook for you. You know what I'm saying? Went to her place. <laughs> it was it was a small place. It was I wouldn't say it was the tardiest place in the world. It didn't feel like she made a lot of effort. <laughs> Only Paul would notice this. Every other man would go and say, where the pussy at? All right, but you like... But anyway, just, tardy. My point is like, it was such mixed signals that night. So we're talking now, we're fast forward 20 years, give or take. Is that right? No, not even that. Well, yeah, more both 17, 18 years. Yeah. But where I'm at her place, she's cooking me dinner. Surely this means I've got a chair. But she was cold as for just about all the rest of it, the rest of the night. So really? It was the odd, and I couldn't work it out. And I just went, you know what? This is too much like fucking hard work. No shit. And I met her one more time when she said, you know about, just com- in case. You know about computers. Can you come around and help me with my computer thing? Oh, damn, now you're IT. So I did. I went around there and I, I think I diagnosed the problem. I couldn't fix it. So here's what you need to do. And she's like, okay, great. I'm like, all right, see ya. I never saw her again. So that whole changing your mind thing, clearly, but I just don't know how you go from getting invited to dinner. Maybe I wasn't. Here's something about myself that's probably true. I probably didn't make enough of an effort to push through that because I'm so very acutely aware of don't force yourself on someone. You are a gentleman. I will don't, tell you that. Don't, I'm looking for reciprocation slash even initiate. Not I'm going to kiss you first, but certainly. No, Paul. I think she on, was. Hand on the leg or, or, you know, brushing past or, you know, incidental contact. Something other to show that she's interested. I just got nothing. From no, you woman. know why? Because I think at that age, all right, you got a young MC. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You got bust to move, bust a move, right. my friend. Like hey, you can There's a song we can go out there on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how it works out. Because and then and also, this is what I'm saying though. Young girls, when you're young and we're young, we all know don't shit, they're prone to like, mm, I don't really know about this guy. I'm gonna change my mind. Maybe I had a bad day that day. Oh, I already asked him over for dinner. Yeah. I'll cook it anyway. But these days, Paul, when you're an old man like me and you're dating women my age or above. Or younger. Or younger. <laughs> but if it's <laughs> But at least, you know, older than when we were kids, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So once it's known that shit is down, literally, it'll probably go all the way that night. That's what I find, okay? Yeah, or at the very least. never happened to me. Almost. Yeah? Very rarely. Uh, we, we all fucked up back in then, kids, man. It was this well, I said, I wasn't a kid at this age. I, I had been around the block a few times. I knew what I was doing, and I just, but I just didn't get anything from her. And it was such a... Knowing the context, like it's one thing if it's you're not getting anything from someone on a second date and you're out and about or you're just meeting for another coffee or whatever it is. To be at her house and she's made your food. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're already at her house then. Very the door's thing. right there. Yeah, it's a very strange thing. That's very weird. Mm. She must have had a weird day or and something. That's why I was like, nope, I'm not doing And I just come out of, when I said just come out a couple, two, three months before, I just come out of a really difficult relationship. Yeah, see. I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't prepared to do this again. Not from fucking day one. No, no. Yeah, she had a weird day and then the computer broke. That's what happened. Oh, the computer was another day. That's day. Yeah, sorry, that's that's the, in those two successions. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right, <laughs> enough about me. Let's, get, let's go to Wayne's disgusting, uh, amazingly deplorable stories where, yeah, much more entertaining than mine. Go ahead, sir. Okay, so this is about a friend of mine. Now, it's actually a girl that I grew up with. She's uh, a touch younger than me. She is, in fact, a... F- you may have seen her at my birthdays every now and then. Okay. Let's call her... Jess. It's not Jess. It's some other way. Right? <laughs> Let's call her Jess. Now, Jess Let's is a... Let's call her Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jess is a young girl uh, at the time. Well, younger than me anyway. She got... Now, she's in that situation where you get married young. This happens mostly to girls. Oh, and men too. But in this situation, she got married very young. Stayed with the guy for a good eight to 12 years. Okay. Punched out two children, oh, right? Ch- children. Children, right? Mm. And then... St- because, you know, as marriages sometimes do, it went south, and then she broke up with the dude, so she's now 13 years into whatever it was, and she finds herself in her early 30s, having been thrust into the dating scene mm-hmm. with a relatively unscathed Furburger. <laughs> so, what happens now? <laughs> because you are what a happens sad, now? strange little man. Right, it's fine. I have my pity. 
Well, this is the thing, though, Paul. Now, I find that this often doesn't happen to men because they're, because they're filthy cunts anyway, so something would have happened in the meantime, right? Like, <laughs> I or, don't know what you're talking about. Well, the point is she was she was inexperienced on okay, the dating scene in her oh. early 30s. Yes. It's very unlikely happen. to have a guy like you, right? That can happen. But I know it can happen. I came into my early 30s having basically only had three girlfriends. She and, had one, Paul. Yeah, okay. So, um, all right. So, anyway, she then decides, so she goes out with her friends, and her friends are just going, look, here's the thing, all right? You need dick. You need dick. Long, hard, mifaney, right? Get some dick just to get yourself on the horse. Similar to the advice I gave our friend. So mm-hmm. I said, all right, so said, okay, cool. So she goes out to a club in her early 30s, which is still fine. Um, and <laughs> Just. Uh, well, yeah, for us. Anyway, um, anyway so she, she goes there and actually, because she's a girl and it's dead easy if you're a girl, picks up some dude. Now, the dude is a little bit younger than her, but it says all for, you know, science or whatever. So, fine. All for science. All for science, my friend. So, she goes and, like, they, she's drunk and whatever. And the girls are like, go for it. Go for it. She ends up back at his house. Okay. Right? <laughs> now, here's the thing. Well, young man, slightly older girl. He is flatmates with three other dudes. And it must have been a relatively new arrangement because she told me that he didn't even have a bedroom. What? Yeah. He was bunking with the three people in this three-bedroom apartment. There's alarm means, bell number one. Oh, it is alarm bell number one. But Paul, you're already back. And remember, all you're looking for is a flute. A meat flute. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> she's just looking to get in and out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She's, she's, she's and also, she needs to scratch an itch. Exactly. As one does. So she said that he's, he had a mattress that was positioned outside the bathroom in this thing. right? Just because that's where there was a spare piece of carpet because there was furniture everywhere else. Okay, <laughs> And I was like, damn. So anyway... She says, we go at it. And she's going through all the things But oh my God, how do I feel? How do I look? How do I this? You know, that type of thing. But you're drunk, so you don't care that much. And it's all good. So they finally, they do the deed. It's done. Roll over. <sighs> cool. Within 12 seconds of him rolling over, he goes, excuse me. And then springs up and goes to the bathroom, which the door is right, up, right yeah. next to the bed, right? She said he then goes on to have ferocious diarrhea. Like just... <laughs> <laughs> just blam, blam, blam. And for a good, like, 20 minutes, he's just shitting out his lungs. And she's like, oh, my God. And the way it's the loud, it's so loud that there's no way he doesn't understand that she's heard the yeah, whole lot. Yep. So he but he's for- drunk, so he doesn't care. Oh, man. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I would go to, I would just leave. I would leave my own house and go to a petrol station. You would leave your house. Excuse me, baby. I'll be right back. Excuse me. I don't, or, or at the very least say, listen, I'm going to put on some really loud music. Yep. <laughs> something right anyway she said he walked out <laughs> you know i don't know if he lit a match or what but like he just walked out and she's there wide-eyed because she heard 20 minutes <laughs> of harsh shitting uh from an ass she was very near to so uh that was just a uh, quite an interesting story the way okay. it didn't go as badly as i thought it was gonna go no God. she didn't yeah he didn't shit on her or anything but i thought it was kind of nasty as well because i got a bit of a phobia about this paul <laughs> like as, as you know we talk about this on the show quite often yeah. Strategic shitting when on a date, any kind of date, even a familiar date. You know, I don't live with anyone, so for me, you got to time your shit. that shit, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, one would have to if you're living with someone, mm. but seriously, yeah, my house only has one bathroom. You know what I'm saying? I so do. There I do. You go. There you go. All right, there we are. Wait, number three. That reminds me. That little story is a little anecdote bonus for you. <laughs> we have a friend who's got a friend. <laughs> he barely travels in our circles. But he was infamous before he got married and had kids for just picking up. Any night he went out, he would pick up and he'd go home with someone. So he picks up one night at the Paramount or wherever he was, hmm. goes back. She's a little bit older, but that's okay. You know, he, he, he was probably 30-ish at the time. It's preferable if you ask me. And, you know, so she's experienced and they have a great time. It all goes well. 
and then they're woken up by or, or just after they finished a, a baby starts crying Uh-oh. and and she's like oh okay he goes oh wow oh sorry i didn't realize you had a kid she goes oh no don't worry it's my grandchild what <laughs> and he's like does that mean her daughter's turns, in the house turns a lot it must have been a bit later after they finished because she gets up to 10 and he to basically turns like when she comes back in he realizes she's a lot older than his drunk self thought a lot older what, were, they, were they in a club or something? Yeah. She can't have been that old then. Well, you know, you go to the wrong clubs. Maybe it wasn't Paramount. Maybe it was Rosie Oak. Whatever. What's that place that was in? Oh. Elephant the Wheelbarrow. Elephant the Wheelbarrow. Yeah. And also the post office was where you... Thursday was grab a granny <laughs> night. Grab a granny night. Yeah. Well, like, that's what he did. Wow. So. Uh, by the way, nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm fine with that shit. Although, anyway, it, was it does make me wonder. You go back and like... If the baby's there, that means her daughter must be living with her too, right? Presumably, given she was out. So that means her daughter... Saw her bring back a dude slam ass and then like she got to go take care of the kid, right? Yeah. That's a bit weird, man. <laughs> Fucking weird. Anyway. Woo! All right. There we go. There you go. All right. So my number two, this is the last story about me. Again, just the awkward kind of the fuck sort of situation. <laughs> the last story is about someone else and is, I, I promise, is very hilariously entertaining and such an indictment on men. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love those. This one is more an indictment on, well, not women, just racists and assholes of the world. Okay. So I went out with this girl again, met through these internet dating sites, mm-hmm. and I think it might have been a second date. First date was fine. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't incredible. It was just okay from vague, vague memory. But sure. what stands out in my mind is date number two, where she says, come to my house and pick me up and let's go for dinner. So I like, drive backwards out to fucking Canning Vale. Oh, for fuck's sake. And pick her up there, and then we go into the city, and we have dinner in the city. From Kenningville to the yeah. city. And I pay for the dinner and whatever. That's fine. Don't remember her acknowledging this gesture, which we've had this discussion. We've had this discussion. Numerous <laughs> times with ourselves. All that matters is a thanks or an appreciation. Oh, exactly. If an you, acknowledgement. Yes. If you buy dinner for a girl on a first date, Any date. she doesn't owe you anything no, no. but a simple thank you yeah. for dinner. In the same way that if, if you bought a mate a beer, say thanks, mate. You know. Thanks. Exactly. Just get a thanks, right? So anyway, she doesn't do that. But through the dinner... There's some things about this woman that are starting to eke through. Number one, Mm -mm. red flag. Mm. Likes David Spade. Hey, it's fine. (laughs) I like David Spade, motherfucker. But okay. Uh, In my head, I'm just like, I'll suck a dick. I I hate David Spade with a passion. Fuck off. If that that was the only problem, it would be just (laughs) a a silly, silly thing. But then there's this hate speak starts coming into it. She's She's like, I don't like. She starts talking about. Indigenous First Nations people and saying that they're rotting the welfare system. She drops this on date one? Date two. Date two. And she thinks, literally says, she thinks immigrants are taking our jobs. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Oh my God. Did you, uh, you should have in, 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 introduced her to me. <laughs> so, you know, I know one of these brown cunts. <laughs> my best mate. What are you going to say about that? Huh? <laughs> really? Yeah. We got really kind of awkward and uncomfortable. But I guess at this particular phase, I'm like, well... Now I've done all this, I may as well try and see what happens. So by the time we're back home at her place... Exactly. Nazi pussy is just as good as any I, other pussy. <laughs> no, but I didn't even try to go that down that road. Oh, I see. I just thought, well, I guess if we go again, well, there's got to be some action if we're happening again. Otherwise, forget this shit. Absolutely. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Look, she goes, yeah, yeah, this is really lovely. The whole time talking about herself. Never once. There's your real red flag, Paul. Referencing, well, she's, she's a racist. She likes David Spade. She's completely narcissistic. <laughs> That's three red flags. I should have just run for cover. Look, nothing terrible happens. She just ghosts me after that. So I decide, rather than being the normal response I would have, which is, oh, well, that didn't work out. Yeah. Because she said, oh, you know, I'll call you. She never called or texted. So that's fine. We're going to go out 
I think a week later or whatever, we specified a date. She could tell you were left leaning, left leaning. <laughs> so I just went, oh, you know what, bugger this. So I just sent a text message that basically said, look, thanks for doing me a favor because I was an idiot to even suggest we should meet again because I got no time in my life for a white supremacist. Oh! Narcissist asshole who likes David Spade. Boom! Have a great life. The trifecta. Did you get, <laughs> she go back to you? But, Yep, good stuff. Why would she? Well, she would never reply to that. No, some well, some Nazis will go, yeah, well, my fucking skinhead brother will be at your house in yeah. 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so that was just a lesson. Like, don't waste my time. That's what I learned out of that. Like, if you if there is a red, if there's enough red flags, i.e. more than one, don't bother. How just old give you, it away. How old are you this time? Oh, again, 15, 17 years ago, 16, in, that, in that window. So you're Almost what? all my dating stories happened between 2005 and 2010. Okay. Yeah, look, the younger you are, the more you're willing to look over, overlook uh, if there's if there's burger on the horizon, mm-hmm. shall we say. But, but it was just awful, like just that, that sinking feeling. And I'm sure just about everyone's had this where you're hopeful, <laughs> oh, this might, not that I was planning to marry her or anything, just I thought, oh, she seems nice enough, she's attractive enough, let's give this a go. Absolutely. And then you're realizing this person is actually not, not a good, good person. person at no. all. And it's just like and disappointment. watching this unveil. And, and again, the, the knock on myself is I should have just been person enough just to go sorry you're not for me yeah but paul just walked away we're men we're weak men <laughs> and there's 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 burger in the air and you can't there's certain things you're like well you know and then you know you might think to yourself hey if she's a nazi i'll hate fuck her <laughs> you know? but that least, might happen at least i told her what i thought of her so yeah yeah no that you yeah. should feel I think good I about didn't that. swear at her didn't you know it wasn't abusive no, it was no. just, i told her exactly what i think shut down yep. exactly nice work old man um, all right that's my number two what about yours okay i called this story the tent pork now uh, this one is a girl that you and I both know well, Paul. Oh, okay. The tent pork. Yes. She's one of the um, OG Scoobies. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Uh, the work Scoobies. Yep. So, okay. So here it is. The dating story about the two girls I know. One of the one is the friend in, in question, and the other is an acquaintance who uh, we, all, we both knew who is famously morally casual, shall we say. And... She was, you know, it, and this is this is a total hookup story, but if you squint, it's kind of a date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these two go to a region of WA on a camping trip around Albany, which is a good, probably three or four hundred hours away from here. Yeah. A very long way away. Al- Albany is a good, yeah. I don't know. Four I've never, hours? Never I want to say four hours. More. Five hours? Yeah, yeah. okay. So she, they went there, and the idea was that they were going to go camp in the bush, right? And it was just two friends, and girls do this apparently, so there you are. Um, Sounds like a fucking plot of a horror movie to me. Uh, yeah, it's Wolf Creek as fuck, mm-hmm. all right? So anyway, they go to regional WA, and they are in the deep country, you know, whatever, and the girl who's my friend, she she has a, uh, she and her pitch the tent, right? In, in And not pitch the tent as in I got a boner under the <laughs> sheets, they actually pitch an actual tent. Now, okay. it's a two-man tent, and they're in a sort of a fairly wildernessy type part of the world, and they go for a bit of a walk, and they find... Uh, a fishing hole where there's two dudes fishing. and yeah, uh, Metaphorically and literally. Well, they were just fishing, to be fair. Now, here's why. Here's where it, well, what happened was, um, they were all four-wheel driving that day, and they say these two guys, so... Uh, I always said her name. Oh, fuck it. Jane. Jane says... <laughs> this is not the friend. This is the no, other No, no, I was going to say. It's, yep. I don't know Jane. She um, starts chatting with them and sort of kind of picks them up, and she invited both of them back to the campsite without consulting with my friend. Right? Glenn. Huh? Glenn, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, one dude doesn't go, but one dude does come back, right? Okay. The way that my friend put it was, she felt like this guy also was... That's interesting. So, you and I are fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. On yeah. its own. Two women get to chatting. They invite us back. One of us says, nah, I don't want to. 
assume he's married or well, presumably there's yeah, no okay. real story on that guy right. but i did know that the two guys live together at the same house around albany well right? then they're not married well maybe they're married but not yeah not mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. not sure about that you didn't get the full story but the dude that did come back total bogan she said everyone uh american listeners bogan is uh, somewhat akin to what you might refer to as a redneck, but not quite. It's not quite the same thing. But anyway, he's, to- he's you know he's low class and um low class, low class, pretty. low class. So he comes back and you know like she, she said that she reckons he might have been a bit tapped. <laughs> just drop the name there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll peep it out. Ah, uh, fuck it. This is yeah okay. Um, <laughs> so she reckons clean. She, she clean. <laughs> she reckons that he was a bit tapped, a bit fucked in the head. Okay. Anyway. It's, they're sitting around the fire at night. It's in the dark. Shit starts going on between him and Jane. All right? They start fucking heavily petting, shall we say. Okay. And it gets real weird. Uh, my friend oh, is... Oh, you're the literal third wheel. Yeah. And also, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. She couldn't make herself scarce. All right? There's nowhere <laughs> to gonna, go. I was going to hug a tree. Literally. So she said, well, shit got really awkward and weird. So she just kind of excused herself and went into the tent to fall asleep. All good. She wakes up to oh, this no. sound. <laughs> okay. Basically, Jane had taken Bogan guy, Bogan guy, back into the tent. It's a two-man tent, which means she's basically sidled up next to her. That's how close she That's is, not right? Cool. She's squeezed the guy into her sleeping bag while my friend was in her own sleeping bag and was going at it. Slap, 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 slap. Pow, 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 pow. And she's like, <gasps> because can you imagine that shit in a tent right next to you? And you don't know. And you also think the guy's pretty fucked up as well. So you don't know what the fuck's going on. You now can't. You you gotta maybe pretend to be asleep, but mm. then also stay awake because who knows what shit's gonna go down. Yeah. This motherfucker might be fucked up. And then like all of that shit happened. And then he based they, they she they was just pounding and slamming, and she had to sit through it all. Eventually, she said she did fall asleep. He also fell asleep. Woke up in the morning. He's still there. Wow. That, they actually had to take him back to his house. <laughs> and they found out later on, Paul, that he had a criminal record and had been in trouble for trying to blow up a petrol station in Albany. What? That's right. She found this out like a while back later. How, and how did I even find that out? They looked his name up Because I think the guy actually contacted her a little while later and they got enough information where they actually could track that down. So wow. that's the tent pork story, ladies well, and gentlemen. Her instincts were spot on then, your friend. Oh so yeah, he was a bit, you know, not not quite. All oh no, she's, a, flash she's, she's dodgy. Sharp. Yes, Glenn is sharp as a tack. Yeah, excellent. Well done, Glenn. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, obviously not going to recap these stories because that no, would take, that would take too, too long. long. And so yeah, we don't expect you to write these ones down. Troy, Just give me your one. Just Sorry. give me your one. Here's my number one. This was a story that was laid to me by someone I did date for quite a few months. Again, this come came through RSVP, and she told me this is the worst date I went on an RSVP. Okay. Before we met. <laughs> Do I know this friend? Uh, this this woman? Yes. Do you know the friend? No, do you know... Do I know the woman you're talking about? This is in? the face. Oh, the face? Yes. Oh, yeah, the face. So Paul she, went out with a girl that was pretty and we called her the face. Yes, that was her nickname. So she hooks up through RSVP, they chat, they get to talking, they do... And this is the way she sort of progressed and same with me. There was texting, then there was a couple of phone calls and then we met. So it was very slow going and sort of easing into Sure, it. sure. So the same thing with this guy. He passed all her vets and he lived somewhere south of the river on the way to Frio. And I remember this detail because... She lived around us here, kind of quite central, close to the city. Oh, yes. And he said, well, how about we go together to this restaurant I love in Fremantle as a first date? And she's like, okay, well, that's sweet. He's got a recommendation. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. First alarm bell, to use that phrase again, mm-hmm. is when he says, hey, look, sorry, I've lost my license. Could you pick me up and take me to the restaurant? Whoa. So come to my house, pick me up and take me to this restaurant. She's like, okay, she's a very agreeable sort. 
She kind of did whatever you wanted. As I recall, yes. Yeah. So, okay, she says, oh, I'll do that. So she picks him up. He's clearly had a couple of beers before they even get started, but mm. off they go to this restaurant. And it's going okay, she said. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm falling for him or anything like that, but he seems okay enough. And then, and he is drinking through through dinner and he's getting a little bit kind of tipsy. Mm. And then a group of his friends come into this restaurant. And he goes, oh, look, you know, they've all noticed me. They've clocked me. I just got to go talk to him to say Wait, hello. premeditated or? No, I don't think so. I think this They was, happen this to come in. Happen to come in. So he goes over there. And she says, no word of a lie. He's over there for half an hour. Just leaves <gasps> Living her at the table alone. sitting alone, kind of finishing the dregs up of her meal, which she says, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. This is not someone I'm going to continue with. You walk at that stage. He comes back. He's been drinking the whole way through the meal and says, all right, so here's half the bill. This is what you need to Oh, <laughs> shit. And then he says, now you're going to drive me home because I can't get home, can I? I would fucking say, why don't you get your little boyfriends to fucking get you yeah, home? Yeah, that's what you should have done. I can't remember if they were still in the restaurant at that point in time or not. But anyway, so she does. She drives me home. He starts pulling the moves on the way home. <laughs> While she's driving, drops an, a hand on her leg, you know, and, and rubbing up towards her, her crotch. Is he, yeah. He's drunk then, eh? Drunk, not falling. Even if he was, there's no excuse. No, no, no but, but like... Not falling over drunk. I was trying like to gauge the, the... But the, he's not He's not all above board, let's yeah, put it that yeah, way. Yeah. He's, he's had too many to drink. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he definitely knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. They get back to their place and she... This is her rationale, what she said to me. And I, I, not, no judgment, but I always thought, geez, really? It didn't bother me in terms of getting involved with her, but I'm just like, oh, that's not the way that what? I would have thought someone who had a lot of self-respect would handle it. I'll just walk into his door kiss him once and get out of there. That was her rationale to get, because he was insistent. Come in, come inside, come inside. You've got to come inside. It won't be a crappy day. Come on, please. You're so beautiful. You know, he's doing all this kind of stuff. Come on, please. Yep. Nothing more Basically attractive than begging. begging yep. her to come in. So she walks, gets out of the car in the driveway, goes to the front door, pecks him basically. He, said it, he turned into a bit more than a peck, you know, bit of a... Grapples around, yeah. whips it out. And then he goes, so opens the door and says, so you're coming in, right? And she goes, no, no, I'm not. And he goes, what do you mean you're not coming in? And this is what she told me. He begs her when she refuses to go any further than won't cross the threshold to his house. He's got a townhouse or whatever, two-story mm-hmm. thing. He's like, well, this is been a waste of a night, hasn't it? And he oh storms upstairs, God. runs away, leaving her standing in the doorway. Jesus. And she goes, all right, great. Gets in the car and drives off. By the time she gets home, she's got five text messages from him basically abusing her. For leading him on and giving Bloody him hope hell. that they had something. After leaving her at the table for a while, Can making you her imagine? drive, splitting the dish with her, yep. making begging her and pleading. half of his drinks, begging, pleading, putting the moves on when they're not welcome, not reading the signs at all, and then somehow still thinking he was going to get laid. Do you know what? Women dating online and men dating online, it's worlds apart. Yeah, it is. All of the, all of the risk is on the woman. Yeah, Basically, yeah. there's no way you should be going to someone's house on the first date. No, nope. in those lines. I mean, look, that's once you vetted him a bit more than that. I've had that happen, and it's me. So I'll just pick her up from her house and I'll drop yeah, her back. But you you're know? not going to go crying when she won't. No, I'm not. But I get, but I get, but here's the thing, though: women are hoping for not that guy, and they don't know till they're there if it's that guy or not, right? Yeah, yeah. So I totally get it when a woman is apprehensive. It's like, yeah, I get it. You fucking no, no, you I get be, the apprehension. I'm not having you should be, that. I know, I'm not saying. I'm saying, but like, you know, anyone who's like, he's like, uh, she was a bit cool on me. I'm like, you know what? Good. That's fine. Better that than you putting yourself out and then you meet a guy who's not me. You mm. know? So it's just, yeah, I get it. Damn! That's, that's fucked a, up. How fucked is that, though? Like, really? I've heard way worse stories from some of my female friends. Really? Yeah, it's nuts. Well, it's then, nuts. 
Oh, maybe there'll be a part two. <laughs> maybe. Maybe just be Wayne stories while I sit here and react with horror. All right, Wayne, what's your worst dating experience story? Okay, I've been saving this one up, Paul, because I, I heard this a little while ago, and then I thought the idea that if we ever did this show, I would have to hear your reaction and see your reaction live, because it's just fucking... It's chef's kiss, but not, because it's the worst thing you've ever heard. Okay? <laughs> here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a buddy of mine, and he is a stand-up comedian. Glenn. No, yeah, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to use real name because it's really hard for you to track him down. His name is Mike. Right? <laughs> that does, does not very really hard to track down. down yeah. Very hard to track down. Anyway, he was as a as a comedian sometimes does. He, he's a medium level. I think he headlined once or something. But he goes from town to town and actually does an act. So he, he gets, oh, gets paid to go somewhere else. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so he was, in, and it's very common. Um, I did not know this, but I suspected it. Comedians get a lot of ass. Did you know that? Nope. Because apparently something about being the guy commanding the room and everyone listens to him, you get a lot of attention Some if there's anyone yeah, in the I club. I guess if you're, stand- you know. if you're performing, there's and if you're funny, performance you know. bonus. Yeah, exactly. So In terms of whenever you see people on stage, they somehow seem hotter than they are. Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah absolutely. I think that's, that's real. So he met a girl at a club in, it was uh, some town in Australia. It wasn't Perth. It was okay. Melbourne or something. On the road. And as is... What happens? He goes back to the hotel with her and they decide to get it on and she's like, uh, we need to have a condom. And he's like, yeah. absolutely. Hasn't got one. Have you got one? She hasn't got one. And they're both a bit drunk and the idea of somehow going downstairs to a pharmacy and it just wasn't on the cards. Okay. They're just like, we're not doing this. So he says, now get this, Paul. You'll love this. He says, well, listen. Um, Does he say? Eat my ass! <laughs> eat all the asses, man! He doesn't say eat my ass, Paul. But what he does do is he says... Well, maybe we try the uh, VIP entrance. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what, Paul? She's down. She says, yes, okay. She's, she's down. down with it. All right. She's, she's so, happy. That's, exactly. That's so he's like, her. all right, let's do it. So basically that happens. He goes off and he, you know slams in the ass and that's happening. And uh, obviously they're only thinking about avoiding getting pregnant, not guarding against STDs. Because I think you can get one from the ass. Am I right, Paul? I'll You're a doctor. Yes, I assume so. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Don't play in that area, so... Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, he says that, fine, that happens, and then and then he says to me, so, hey, have you ever had an STD? And I said, no, I haven't. He goes, well, let me tell you how it goes. He said, what, what typically happens is it hits you in, like, two weeks, and then there's usually a sharpish sort of pain or that type of thing. The symptoms go on. He says the next day he's actually feels a dull pain in the middle of his dick. And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. And I got really weird. And so he had to do the awkward text the next day saying, hey, listen, I'm sorry, but have you had anything? Because I'm feeling a little not right here and this is painful. And she's like, no. And he said the next day after that, you had something? Yeah. he said serious pain. There was serious dick pain afterwards. And he was hugely worried, as one would be. Mm. Goes straight. Anal after one night pain the next day, that must be serious. He said. So he goes to the doctor. And he says, do every test you can on me. I don't care what you need to do, right? They do every battery of tests. Three or four days later, they come back, total clean bill of health. He's like, but my dick hurts really bad. And they're like, ah, it's in your head. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Right? He's like, what the fuck? No, it's behind the head, actually. Exactly. So he walks out and he's like, he's he's, he's stewing about it because his dick hurts. As you would. Exactly. So he calls a friend of him, a doctor, a doctor friend of his, and just lays it all out for him and says, you know, hey, this is what happened. This is what's going on. You know, uh, by the way, he has this rule that after you bang someone, you piss straight away. Like Gabe told us that. A friend of us, Gabe, told us that. He said that that's, that's a good way to flush out whatever might be there. Anyway, I just, I just thought I'd throw that in. Okay. Anyway, calls his doctor friend, tells his doctor all the about it. The medical views of Wayne Aruzu and Gabe. <laughs> 
Uh, not the views That's of the only Countdown Podcast. That's what I heard. I'm reporting, I'm reporting something, okay? <laughs> anyway, so the doctor listens to his whole story and goes, I bet you've got shit in your dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so... Or if you prefer... <laughs> this makes complete sense to me. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> All right, so this is it. Um, He said that, yeah, there's. A, there, I think that's what's happened. And he goes... And then he goes... Check this shit out because you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just... Um, and then he goes, okay, well, what do I do? He goes, yeah, I think you got shit in your dick and there's actually a treatment for this, Paul. There's a treatment. He says, take these pills, which he wrote a script for him. Pills, and said, okay, that's better than I was envisioning. I know. Uh, but he said, apparently, there's, there, these pills are designed to go into your body and somehow into your dick and somehow kill the shit. Well, it always happens so often that they have pills for it. Well, yeah, Paul. I had no idea. And these pills are strong, so they need to, be, they need to go in and do that. He said, if you take these pills, don't plan to do anything that day. Don't drive. Don't leave the house. Make sure you eat. You're supposed to take a pill a day for three days because they're really big pills. He took all three pills in one day because <laughs> right, a fucking idiot. Nearly passed out in a restaurant the day later as a result. Was wonky for two further days after that. Then eventually he felt fine and it worked, which means that... That's what I mean. Like If someone has, has developed a pill that cures shit in your dick, then ass fucking must have gone back for centuries, Paul. <laughs> centuries! At least at the time of penicillin. Well, yeah. So uh, that is my um, wow. nasty butt shit dick. Sex story. Yeah, well, there's no doubt that Wayne's stories are more <laughs> disgusting and after dark than mine. They all knew it was going to go this I came at this <laughs> in an awkward, uncomfortable sense, and Wayne has completely trumped me. Well done, sir. In a way, I did too. <laughs> in a way, we all lost. <laughs> all right, look then. Let's uh, let's do it. let's do the pop ten. <laughs> and Wayne hasn't heard most of these stories, so I'm going to read them to him, and we're going to do that on the other side of this queue. Talk about. Talk about Kicking off this week's Pop 10 with a man who has been on the show before, is a good friend of the show, patron of the show, it's B Dizzle. B Dizzle. Now, he took this, and I said it could be people you know, but it has to be someone you directly know, and he says, oh man, there will never be a more awkward date than the time me and some friends went to the Lord of the Rings marathon mm-hmm. when Return of the King came out, and a friend broke up with his girlfriend after the first movie. Okay. And for some reason, she decided to stay. Oh. <laughs> Insane. Does she stay for the second two movies? The next two movies. Another give or take eight You've hours. You've got to be shitting me, half, man. Eight hours worth. She just sat there next to... Wow. And why would you break up with a... Anyway, that's a story that B. Dizzle has started to on his podcast before. Next one belongs to Andrew Watson. He said, I nearly fainted during Sin City and my date, a foot shorter than me, had to half carry me out of the cinema. What? Fainted? Why? Still married me, though. Oh! So there you go. Now I, I think love, that was a move. I, that's all the information he gave. Some people really were detailed with their responses, and, and Andrew just really teased us a bit there. Not sure, Andrew, why he fainted. Was it something to do with the movie? You had some bad food? Were you feeling ill? You might have to come back and let us know on that one. Hmm. Michelle Connerboy next. She said, way back in 1989, I went on a date with a dude I really fancied to see. Imagine. I don't know what that uh, is. John Lennon film. Is it a film? Biopic, okay. I think. Yep. After the movie, we were walking back to the bus station, and a carload of chicks wolf whistled him. And he got in the car with What? <laughs> no. That's rough, Michelle. Just backed out. That's Ooh, fucked up. That is rough. Here's a classic from our friend G-Banger. Gerald Morris. Just, uh, two peas on a podcast. Podcast. I fell asleep during a rom-com. <laughs> Laws of Attraction. Woke up and she was gone. Just left. <laughs> <laughs> Laws of Attraction. 
Do I know that one? I don't know. But there's once again, Gerald is now reiterating my stance on don't take someone to see a movie in an early date. It's just not a good thing at all. And I think our friend Dan Brennick from the Netflix and School podcast would, <laughs> would also agree with that, having taken a girl to see Gone Girl when that came out. Oh, ruined shit, shit for them very, very yeah, fast. That'll, that'll happen real quick. Daniel Lowe said, a few years ago, my friend went on a date where the guy turned up late and his phone died so he couldn't inform them he was going to be late. They went bowling and he absolutely just destroyed her, forgot his wallet, <laughs> so she had to pay for it all and then said he'd rather not go on another date. That guy in question was me. <laughs> I was the jerk. We laugh about it now, though. <laughs> so Wait. He's, he's still friends with her. Oh, so no, maybe it's his wife. No, I didn't say that. Just said the guy in question was me. I was the jerk. So... Oh, my God. Good on you, Daniel. Good on you for outing yourself. Nice work, mate. This one's a little bit of a longer one, but I think it's really good. This is Timothy Williams. This was a double date, he said. I was meeting for the first time my girlfriend at the time, her friend and her boyfriend, and that other friend's boyfriend. We planned on a double date, which I wasn't keen on. My girlfriend's friends sound like one of the Paris Hilton types. It kept calling everyone babes, Mm -hmm. even me after just meeting. My girlfriend got in the car to drive the two of us to the date, while the other couple were driving behind us. Before we left, I quickly went to the toilet. I told my girlfriend I'd meet her in the car. As I quickly ran into the car, I jumped in, and said to my to my girlfriend, fuck, I'm sorry, but how fucking annoying is your friend with babes this and babes that? It was silent. Uh, and it was just like on TV. She's behind me. Uh, <laughs> and yep, her and her boyfriend were sitting in the back. They had decided they wanted to have a few drinks and not to drive. Shit. You can imagine how much of a cracking dinner we had after that. Good on you. They still went out and shit. There's no way to come back from that. <laughs> he said, I still go into a cold sweat thinking about it. That's nasty. Good on you, man. That, that's bloody awesome. Michael Hill has got a bit more of the awkward style I was going for. Go on. Went on a double blind date for a friend who, because they weren't keen on meeting a rando, there was the early 2000s when Double blind date? Yeah, it was still in the early stages. And I was a server at the time. My date was someone who I could not hold a conversation with, but what was really driving me mad was how rude she was to our server, mm. running them like a dog. And every time I made a suggestion to try and help the poor server, she glared at me or rolled her eyes. It was supposed to be dinner and a movie, but I checked out before the dinner. So did my date. Though the couple we were there playing wing, wing persons for are still together today, and it has been 20 years. So my misery did work out. Wow. I once dumped a girl for being rude to a waiter. That's fair. Like, I just like, no, nah, I don't like who you are. No, that's that's fair. Again, this is on an early date. That's I, I know. It's not a good sign at all. Jason Barr said, haven't had an awkward date, full date per se, but I remember meeting and chatting to someone at a pub and she spent most of the night trying to convince me that she had no problem with my skin tone and kept dropping in facts about black people she knew. <laughs> and she hilariously kept mentioning how she was so hurt about 12 years a slave at random oh times we weren't even talking about films. Worst thing was she wasn't even drinking. <laughs> This is like, you know, I voted for Obama, right? Is this like weird shit like that? Bloody hell, let's like get out of that movie. Yeah, so good on you. Thanks for that, that one, Jason. Christiani, patron of the show, said, It wasn't that bad, but a girl I was dating in college broke up with me over the phone on my birthday as I worked home, walked home from a job in the snow. Aww. She said all she was looking for in a relationship was someone to have sex with, eat pizza with, and play video games with. That is a relationship. It made you thought, could have just said that from the beginning. Later found out she was fucking an acquaintance of mine, and they've now been married for like 15 years. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Pour one out for on Chris. Good on you, Chris. So, Chef Ben Randall from the In the Weeds podcast. I'll tell his first story here. He's given a couple. Thank you for that, Ben. He said, uh, I was trying to impress this redhead server from the restaurant where I was working. So, I Ovs, I was cooking for her. I, I was drunk it. as hell. Uh-huh. I was making pasta with, okay, I'm going to screw this up, Putanesca sauce, Putanesca, yes. which is shallots, shallots yep. garlic, prosciutto, 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 get prosciutto. there in the end. Sorry, Ben. Tomatoes and red wine. 
Sounds super simple, right? Well, my drunk ass reached into the fridge for cherry tomatoes and tossed them into the pan, deglazed with the red wine, then realized they were not tomatoes, they were raspberries. Oh. I remember it being great. Again, hammered ass drunk, but needless to say, there was no second date. He actually is a chef, Ben Randall. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's, that's you, cool. That's how you're pulling that shit out and making that just on the fly. Nice. Mel Walker. Someone I knew went on a date with a girl to a martini bar. The girl drank three martinis in a row within the first half an hour, then disappeared in the bathroom for almost an hour before deciding to call it a night by about 10 p.m. Mm. That someone was my boyfriend, and that girl was me. Oh, damn. My thought process See, at the time was, these martinis are super strong, so best is to suck them back fast and get it over with. Yeah. My excuse of being in the bathroom for almost an hour was my legs weren't working. I couldn't stand up, so I sat there so I could move. <laughs> it honestly felt like I was in there for maybe 10 minutes, but he was ready to ask a stranger to go check up on me. It was one of our first proper dates. Here we are, still together. 20 years after that fiasco. See, first first thing is that there, there's that thing where it's like, oh, this happened to a friend of mine. Oh, the friend is me. Uh, and secondly, awesome because they stayed together. So that's cool. That's when you can tell those stories. <laughs> if shit didn't work out, you can't tell them. All right. This one's from David Powell, top little page of the show. Facebook oh, listener, community moderator said, never been on a date, so no stories to tell. My huh? romantic life is more of a succession of hooking up with someone and just kind of continuing to do so until it falls apart due to my only child independence and fear of commitment. That's dating, dude. Rinse and repeat. I'm still friends with everyone, though, so that's nice. Maybe Wayne and I should start a club. No, not club. What's the word? Support group. Yeah, support that's group. <laughs> I am David, and I fuck people like in succession. Hi, uh, Dave. Jesse Dixon. On my first date, we went and saw Hobbs and Shaw. The relationship ended up being <laughs> like, to quote The Rock, dragging my balls across broken glass. <laughs> to be fair, Jesse, Hobbs and Shaw... Yeah. Either you knew Once exactly again, who she was or, you know. This is coming from a guy who's done a movie interviews podcast for nine on eight years. Just don't take people to, nope. to movies nope. on dates. Not for, it's not if for that's not, Nothing else you take away from this episode, you've got that. And this last one, Wayne, speaks to something we've spoken to about to the patrons only before. Okay. Okay, so I want you just to listen to this one. Okay. This is from Erica San Pedro. Oh, yeah, Erica. This is on a second date. He asked if I like being tied up and strangled. <laughs> Suffice to say, we weren't compatible. I watched too many true crime documentaries. <laughs> We did say that because we had, well, you know someone who in around about the age of thirty, and no, no idea, Erica, how old you are. I'm sure you're younger than we are. Mm. Where she's like ready to dump a bloke because he wasn't strangling her hard enough. Dude, that I, I, I that's not the one time I've heard that. I've heard it a couple times. These kids, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so there seems to be this whole sort of thing at that age. So, um, well done, Erica. Sounds like you dodged a real bullet there. Yes, well done. All right, and that's really what we had today and all the time we got for this pop ten. I hope you had fun with this topic. We certainly embarrassed the it's shit out of ourselves. It's a new try for us, new, new thing. But Something uh, a bit different. We, digging it. we haven't quite settled on episode 402 yet, but that one we will let you know in plenty of time about. But we hope you've enjoyed this this new segue into something different. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know how that's kind of went and how we can improve the show and your topics. Remember, topics are now wide open. We want to hear from you around things that we can do, things that we can count down that previously was not on the, the menu, Throw it down. so to speak. So thank you so much again for joining us today. Wayne, do tell the listeners where they can get back to us. Uh, if you can Google us and find our socials and give us you know feedback that way, or you can send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website on desktop, thecountdownpodcast.com. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter where it still exists, The Countdown PC. <laughs> you can like and follow the show on Podbean where we host. And also check out the show through Good Pods where we've got a bit of a good name going on this uh, platform where you can stream episodes there. And that's it really from us today. Thank you so much for joining us again for this new iteration of the show. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Ooh.
that's a bingo. Wayne after most of his dates. We'll catch you next time. See ya. You're on a mission and you're wishing someone could cure your lonely condition. Looking for love in all the wrong places. No fine girls, just ugly faces. From frustration, first inclination is to become a monk and leave the situation. But every dark tunnel has a lighter hope. So don't hang yourself with a celibate rope. New movies showing, so you're